0: Well, it's Monday night, and it is time for Dylan Talks Tone on KPRlive.com. Every Monday night, we're going to talk about guitar stuff, we're going to talk about cables, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff, and I'm realizing that I'm beating my head against the wall, literally trying to move... How's everybody doing this evening? It's uh, after the Thanksgiving weekend. Um, First of all, we should tell everybody how they can listen and view our show. So, first of all, audio is live on KPRlive.com. And um, we will also be recording and uploading a um, audio version of that probably tomorrow morning. And so you'll be able to listen to that and replay. And then also um, you can obviously watch it live. And if you're seeing the graphic that I'm putting up right now, it's, <laughs> you know, a redundant thing. But we are there at YouTube.com slash Dylan Talks Tone every week. And, of course, we have our lovely co-host, Leslie, over there. Hello, everybody. You, you didn't know I was going to do that, did you? I did not. Um, so, sh- she is in charge of all the other fun participation that you can be a part of. So, how, how are they going to do that?
1: They are going to join us on the YouTube live stream at YouTube Dot com forward slash Dylan Dockstone that you just mentioned and join in the live chat. Say hello.
0: Yep, please do. Because when you, uh, what we'll probably do is we'll talk about a few things tonight, uh, guitar tone related. For those of you who are new, uh, watching and listening to us, um, the video part of it is is really new. We've only done this for a few weeks. Um, before it was only audio over on uh,
1: kprlive.com KPRLive. KPRLive.
0: KPRLive. the, the reason I'm distracted is I'm, I'm hearing a little crackle or something I don't like and so I was just trying to fix that really quick um, anyhow we are yeah it must be my headphones I don't one. hear it yeah oh, okay good so um, <clears throat> and I'm still getting over a cold
1: he's still sick don't let him
0: lie. I'm I'm still sick yeah so uh, for those of you that are new to oh, our do show, it, actually. do you hear it? I do. I don't know what that is, and I'm sitting here trying to fix it. Um, those of you that are new to our show, we are um, we're a guitar tech show. I mean, all of our YouTube stuff and uh, on our YouTube channel, as well as on our um, on the radio show here. We make videos, we do all kinds of stuff about guitar tone. So on tonight's agenda, there's a few things I want to talk to, talk about. Um, we made a video this week about wiring telecasters Mm -hmm. and telecasters are different than other guitars because of the way they ground the strings right there at the bridge so there can be a lot of confusion with this especially when you go to add additional uh features you know to a guitar like series parallel switching um that sort of stuff so we're going to talk about that a little bit um i made a post about putting cork in the tremolo of a stratocaster Mm -hmm. and everyone. Flipped out because they thought I was ruining the tone. It wasn't even my guitar. It was just a guitar I saw.
1: Oh, because the cork probably absorbed all the sound, right? Yes,
0: absolutely. So now it doesn't resonate anymore.
1: Makes sense.
0: So we're going to talk about that. Uh, We're also going to talk about what makes a good guitar cable. Because I've been experimenting with some stuff that other people do and their their guitar cable companies... Uh, in ours at Dylan and I think I don't like it and we're gonna talk about why so just to give you a little rundown of that and also we're gonna show you slash talk about for those that are listening on the radio um, the new guitar we just finished and talk about some cool features with that as well I see you grinning over there we must have some spirited conversation so, already no
1: it's just funny that okay I'm going to be honest. So YouTube is hard for me. I think I mentioned this last show, like, because I don't know who these people are. Like, well, so they have these you,
0: weird name aliases. right? And, stuff. and then yeah. when
1: you're on Facebook, like I could totally like take a moment and stalk you out and like see your profile and have a better idea maybe of who you are. So I see these names come up and I'm like, dang it, I don't know who this is. And it was just like, I was sitting here thinking like, wow, I wish I knew who some of these people were. And about that time it pops up and it was like, not sure why I'm logged in as this old account. This is Randy from Randy's Randy's Luthier Palace. And oh, then he, Randy
0: Greiner, okay.
1: And then it made me laugh because he said, you look entirely too comfortable in that swing chair, Leslie.
0: So everybody knows who we are, but we don't know who they are. So right. that that's always kind of fun. Well, let's talk about tellies. Um, in fact, I'm going to grab this one. And this one isn't totally traditional, but I am going to grab it and we are going to talk about it because um, a lot of times what can happen when you're adding features to a uh, Telecaster because, and this isn't even a conventional one, but a lot of, you have to, you have to uh, ground the strings, okay? On basically every electric guitar, you have to ground the strings well on a on a telly on a conventional telly with a telly bridge the pickup grounds the strings because it's part of the bridge the problem is is that if you wanna let's say mix-and-match pickups from different brands that has different you know ones wound a certain way and ones wound a different way they could be out of phase with each other and then you flip wires around and you have all kinds of weird noises and stuff so we put a video up this week to explain How basically what you would do is you would run a separate ground from the bridge and strings to the pots and then that would free up the ground and separate the ground from the base plate on the Tele pickup so that you could actually switch those back and forth and be able to mess with phase and stuff. Um, And you would actually also have to do that on the neck pickup if you were going to do that as well because... (coughs) many um well this goes with for any pickup really uh even humbuckers the cover is grounded so if you flip the wires over and the cover is grounded to one of those wires then you'll start to have buzzes and hums and stuff so you have to separate that if you're going to ground the chassis of a pickup it has to be grounded separate or it is better if it is grounded separate from the rest of the wires in the pickup At Dylan Pickups, we don't actually ground any of the covers or chassis of pickups in with the wiring of the pickup. Because it limits the type of combinations and wiring and phasing and stuff that you can do. So, like an old traditional Gibson pickup, for example, um, the cover would become hot as well as the whole outside of the cable would become hot if you were to flip the wires around. And it just makes it to where it's not very usable. And then if you have phasing issues or anything like that, then it becomes a real, real problem. So um, we here on our, our humbuckers, we actually have five wires coming out of our humbuckers. We have the red, the green, the black, and the white, and then a completely separate ground so that you don't ever have that sort of issue um, so it's just something to think about and a lot of times um, now our telecaster bridge pickups <coughs> excuse me our telecaster bridge pickups we make them conventionally however if someone needed a separate ground on the base plate I would basically just do it for them if you call me and said hey I need a third wire because I'm gonna do such and such of you know wiring setup." then um then we would do that for you um just because it makes it so much easier Um, and it makes it a lot more flexible as well um i want to show you kind of more close up this uh telly that we're that we just got done building um because it we got a lot of questions on it. I only, I only posted a few pictures of it today on the internet. Uh, but the first question people get is, besides what color is that? Because it's a sweet color. It's actually, uh, I forget what it's called. Some orange borealis something. It's a Lamborghini uh, Gallardo color. It's, it's a color I've always wanted to put on a guitar. We actually
1: have a customer that said he has a picture of himself in the neon orange Lamborghini Gallardo. Oh, really? Yep. Now I that. was like, how about that? Memory inspiring.
0: <clears throat> that's very cool. Now, this has been a color that I've always wanted to put on something. There's two colors. There's this and a lime green pearl off of a Triumph Tiger motorcycle that I've always wanted to put on a guitar. So that's also going to happen as well. Um, we put this on the Internet today. Pardon me. I am still trying to get better. Uh, And the first question everyone always has when we post Esquire style guitars, because we do a lot of single pickup Esquire guitars, is what does the switch do if you only have one pickup? Right. And uh, (coughs) this is going to be worse than I thought. Um, I really thought I was getting better over the last few weeks or a few days but for some reason it's hanging on so this is four four positions for one pickup it's really super fun okay so the for those of you that are listening on the radio I'll try to explain this a little, a little bit better but we basically have a normal Telecaster control plate here with a four position switch and all we have is one single P90 there's no other uh, pickups in the guitar uh, but we still have four positions because in the all the way forward position what would be the neck position on a traditional Esquire from the 50's what they did was they put a capacitor on there that would make it sound really muffled almost like uh, almost like your tone knob was down about three or so and but it was fixed so the tone knob doesn't do anything it's actually just fixed but the idea there is to give the guitar a quote unquote sort of neck tone okay? so that's your neck position the next one and it really gives you like this cocked wah nasally sound it's really super fun especially with some gain over the next <coughs> pardon me over the next few days we will actually do a couple of videos with this guitar and i'll show you exactly what i'm talking about with the p90 it sounds really cool Um, the next position, so the second one from the neck is going to give you volume and tone like a normal telly. Okay. The next one cuts out the tone knob. So all it gives you is just the volume. Then the last one, the knobs don't actually do anything. It's the pickup wired straight to the jack. You can't even turn the guitar down it's like all on all the time and you might wonder why would we even do this it sounds sort of redundant to have you know volume only and then volume and tone here's the deal we've had a lot of conversations about and one of our most popular videos on our YouTube channel is um, our video about should we choose 250 or 500 K pots and understanding that the load of just the pot with nothing else even when it's all the way up still gives us some resistance in the guitar circuit and you can hear some of the highs go away just with the existence of the pot being in there okay so it's a really fun experiment to actually switch from the position where the pots are not in the circuit to where one is in the circuit and then there are two in the circuit and you there is an audible difference this is not something made up in your head the other thing that's very cool is if you turn both your volume and your tone down just a little bit then what you have is four completely different tones because you have this fixed faux neck position and then the next position would be your volume and your tone turned down to whatever you have it set and then the next position would be the tone knob bypassed so gone and just the volume down which is a completely different sound and then the last position would be no volume knob no tone knob completely wide open which is a completely different sound so if you set it up correctly and then, you know, like have an amp like just on the edge of breakup, you could like play all night with no pedals, no nothing. Um, if you had the right kind of setup and just these four positions on this guitar, super, super fun stuff. Um, and even if you just did a normal three way on an Esquire, super fun stuff. This is, it's funny that single pickup guitars man i'm gonna die single pickup guitars for some reason have become a thing for us we um we just shipped one to south america we're about to ship one i just got a text about 10 minutes ago that we'll be shipping one to korea uh very soon um so single pickup guitars for some reason have just become kind of our little our little niche. It's been super fun, and so finding different and imaginative ways to be able to make that tone. And for you know those of you that follow our YouTube channel on a regular basis, you know that we have had a lot of conversations about tone pots and the value and you know the values of them to 500 and and all that interaction in the circuit. Uh, because anytime you put a component in a passive circuit, you take away a little bit of tone it's just kind of the way it works okay so you have um, you know you put a pot in it takes a little way you put another pot in it takes a little way you put a capacitor on that pot it takes a little more away so um, in a passive guitar uh, that's kind of a, a thing that I try to tell people and and hope they remember is that in a passive guitar with no amps or preamps or active pickups or anything the pickup by itself wired straight to the jack is all the tone you're ever going to get. Anything that you add after that is filtering sound away from that like unadulterated pickup only tone. So anytime you add something, you've got to figure out what has been taken away. And changing tone in a guitar is literally selectively taking away the right parts of the frequency and leaving others. So starting with a pickup, that gives you amount of range that you have that you have that flexibility to do that with is important. And selecting your components correctly. So that's why we make those videos about doing that. So, no, it's a very cool... That's a very cool guitar. First of all, and second of all, it's just an interesting conversation um, to think about, uh, you know, the possibilities of what you could do with not much— one pickup and a couple of knobs, you know. So, super fun, really fun stuff. I have to cough again. doing a radio show with no workable voice is
1: really not awesome there are some questions I'm starting to populate if you want to take a look at any of that absolutely
0: that would be fun let's do that Um, will this work it does alright so she has just sent me some of the latest some of the latest questions all right so how can you tame a texas special strat pickup you can take it out (laughs) and throw in the trash um texas specials are are an interesting pickup because they are so hot that um Okay, so let's talk about that. That That is a great question to go along with what we were just discussing. Now, you put a pickup in a guitar and you have this set of frequencies to deal with that that pickup can make. Okay? And the hotter a pickup is, the less you have to work with. So a Texas Special is a very biting and loud pickup. But if you start to put you know a different capacitor on it and a you know different stuff like that it can start to get muddy but what I would do with that if you want to try to tame it down would be first of all make sure you're using 250k pots because it's a strat and that pickup is crazy. Secondly it's possible that you could put a modify your guitar you know, on a Strat, the um, bridge pickup doesn't have a tone control.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just the first two pickups have tone controls. So, what I like to do with my strats is I like to take the first... No, let's see. Yeah. So, I like to take the first tone control. So, you have a volume and tone and tone. And typically, that is the volume the neck pickup tone and the middle pickup tone. So what I like to do is wire the neck and the middle pickups tone control together. So one tone control covers the neck and the middle pickup. Then take that last tone control and put maybe a little bit darker capacitor on it, like a 33 or a 47. And then control the tone of just the bridge pickup with that bottom one. Um, and if you shoot me an email, Dylan at Dylan Um, I can help you with the wiring diagram for that. Cause that's a really fun mod to do. Um, and we he's w-
1: still listening. So he knows you're talking to him. So he said, thanks.
0: okay, very good. And, and if for some reason you don't want to handle it, is
1: the- actually a, does M I J mean something? Yeah, maybe. Two Japan. knob setup. Oh, two knob. Volume
0: and tone. <clears throat> ah. Well, I'll tell you what, send me an email with the specifics of your setup and I will try to help you with that. <coughs> and if it's something that we could maybe pre wire and send to you and you could just pop in, um, it wouldn't be real expensive. That could be a, an alternative too. Would be able to. You know, I could wire a couple pots together for you and send that to you. It wouldn't be super expensive and it would be something to help you out. Cool. Um, no, that's a cool thing. Let's see. Somebody else says, put a Floyd Rose on a telly. We, you know, I have actually wanted to do that. We put a Floyd Rose on a Strat last year for a customer. Um, I do want to do a Floyd Rose on a telly. We just, <clears throat> the, the stars have not aligned for that to happen. But that is something that I want to do. Um... Let's, let's talk telly. My next one I am hoping to acquire. Um, where did you get the guitar kit? We do not use kits. Um, that started as a piece of wood. Um, and paint and all the things. Um, we route our own pickups and all that stuff. So um, if you follow us on Facebook, you will be able to see a lot of our build projects and progress and stuff like that um so yeah we do not use kits the only major component that we buy um, because we make all of our pickups in-house and do all of our own wiring and all that sort of stuff the only major components that we buy is we order um, we have a a company in new jersey um, custom spec are next for us because we like them a certain way and they make them for us and then if I have a customer who wants something very specific then they make those necks for us and the reason we do that is if we were to make necks from scratch there's no way that a 1500 to 1800 dollar price point could be attained so that's that's how we do it um, is by purchasing necks. but the cool part is is they're so consistent it makes it super easy um, let's see I have an idea Oh, and I just got a message from the customer who bought the Floyd Rose Stratocaster this year. <laughs> said, I want a Floyd Rose Telly next year. What? So, yeah.
1: Like, are they listening? Yeah. <clears throat>
0: oh. Must be listening on the radio. Because <clears throat> I got a Facebook message. Oh, uh, let's see. Another, cust- another viewer says... I have an idea. Single humbucker Tele with the same control setup as this with coil splitting and a tremolo. Okay, so I'll tell you something really cool. Um, I actually have a five-way setup for a humbucker, single humbucker guitar that is really super fun. In fact, if we're talking about that right now, and if you yell loud enough and make enough noise and clap and all that kind of stuff, uh, this week I will do a demo... Of this because this guitar has that five-way setup in it it is a cigar box guitar for those of you that are listening on the radio but it has a single humbucker and a volume knob now this is really a cool guitar it has a stacked volume tone so the top of it is volume the bottom of it is tone super cool and we have a five-way position switch here okay so what we have is we have uh, the outside coils. so you can go, uh, let's see how this one works. I can't remember. You can go slug side coil. You can go screw side coil. You can go series, which is basically regular humbucker. You can go parallel, which sounds sort of like a... Um, it sounds sort of like a single coil but more power. And then out of phase. So, there's all kinds of tones in just that single humbucker guitar. We could actually do a demo on it this week and I could show you that wiring. We'll hang that one back up. It's super, super fun. Super fun setup. Um, Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about... I'll tell you what. Let's um, let's talk about... uh, one other thing and that is uh, gonna require my camera assistant again
1: Can um, you give me one second to make a note here absolutely
0: um and then what we'll do is we'll allow maybe some of those questions to stack up again and then we'll have a q a Q&A at the end uh of the program because i do want to talk about a couple other things um there's a really interesting conversation um, while you're finishing that up Go ahead. I'm ready there's a there was a really interesting conversation that came up on Facebook tonight about, well, and I'm gonna tell you, I kind of egged it on, you know, because I've been listening to all this business building stuff and and uh, yeah, you can. Um, all this business building stuff and twenty first century and using okay. Snapchat and Instagram and not being old fashioned and you know, understanding that uh, in order to stay relevant and even with something as quote-unquote old-fashioned as guitars uh, it's really important to um, use new technology and use new marketing tools and all that sort of stuff and we got in a very interesting conversation on Facebook tonight about um, about the guys that don't want to do that And we were talking and I was like, man, if you want to stay in business and stay relevant and sell guitars to your kids and their kids, um, then yeah, you gotta, you know, keep up with the times and technology. And, you know, there's a whole conversation about using CNC machines and how that takes away from whatever, but I'm like, man, uh, Productivity and accuracy goes way, way up. You know, these necks that we buy from this company in New Jersey, um, they're made with a CNC machine. And on some of our order, our special order guitars, we're going to actually take them to Atlanta and have them plect. I mean, the accuracy and the consistency of that playing experience is so high because we used a machine. I could never, I don't care how good you are, you could never be as good as that thing is. So, you know, just understanding that it's not about losing your craft or losing quality because really you can bring better quality and better uh, consistency to your product by, you know, embracing the new cool stuff. And not all of it is new and cool. Some of it is gimmicky, but I mean, that's what we do at Dillon Toxtone is try to figure out the difference. So, you know. It was just an interesting conversation that we had uh, this evening. I'm drinking wine tonight, y'all. I think I'm on my second or third glass. It's really good. So, we get it in the mail. We got like six bottles in the mail the other day. So, we're going to talk about, uh, real quick, I've been, and this is inspired by the fact that I've been experimenting. I've been experimenting, uh, as you know, at Dylan cables.com, we sell, uh, some of it. They are some of the best cables in the industry. Um, lowest picofarads per foot. They lay on the ground. They feel great. The ends are great. You know, everything about them is awesome. But what's interesting is speaking of marketing
1: <clears throat>
0: is that our 20 foot cable is only $30, right? Yeah, $30. Uh, in fact, it's on sale to the end of the day today. You could actually go get the whole Cyber Monday thing. But anyway, um, there are other cables in the market that are like 60 bucks, 70 bucks, 80 bucks, And a lot of people pass over our cables because they think, that they're not as good because they're not as expensive so I want to take a couple minutes and discuss not just for my cables but for everybody when you go to the store and you're looking for a new cable let's talk about the things that actually matter okay um, <coughs> and we have a video on this a cable is basically a 20 foot long capacitor. Okay. What happens is with the ground being on the outside and the signal being on the inside, some signal is always sort of bleeding out to ground. Just a little bit. Okay. And the longer the cable is, the more it happens. And the more prevalent it is in your tone, you'll start to lose highs. Okay? some people think there's this magic number it's like 18 and a half feet or something that it's worse and blah 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 it's not um, it depends on the cable how much loss there is and the construction internally of the cable determines and the materials that it's made out of um, the shielding and stuff not the shielding itself but the like that the center conductor and the center coax and all that stuff all that stuff determines how much loss there is okay so, if you go and you look at a normal run-of-the-mill cable that's hanging on the wall, you know, that's $15.99, $20 or whatever. Many times, those cables are going to be 40 to 50 picofarads per foot, okay? And so, over a 20-foot cable, you're going to lose quite a bit. Um, if you have two cables like that, and let's say you have a 20-foot cable going from your amp to your pedal board and then you have another 15 footer going from your pedal board to your guitar, then it's possible that you're going to be losing quite a bit of signal depending on the pedals that you have on the ground because we can get into a whole other conversation about buffers and all that sort of stuff. But just cable length in general, you can start to lose. So 40 to 50 picofarads per foot for a normal budget cable. Ours are 21, okay. And I'm going to tell you, Mogami 2524 and Mogami 2319 aren't anywhere close to as low as this is for capacitance, okay? These are a better cable than Mogami. I'm just going to say it. I I used to be really politically correct about that, but I just don't care anymore. Um, <clears throat> this cable is better than Mogami no matter what. Well, why is Mogami's cables and other manufacturers cables 60 bucks and mine are only 30 well you see this cable it has a sheath on the outside i bought this and put it on one of my cables because i wanted to see how much difference it made because literally that is the only difference in some of these expensive cables from the really expensive 60 dollar ones to the ones that we sell I don't like it it makes it too stiff it's really hard to make actually um it makes it too stiff it makes the cable uh probably 40 percent heavier um it does not coil as nicely it has too much memory meaning when you throw it on the ground it doesn't lay flat on the ground so it's more of a trip hazard it's more of You know, you're going to roll over it with a roll road case and stuff. And you say, well, yeah, but it's more abrasion resistant. We've never, ever, ever, ever had one of our cables come back for an abrasion. Not once, not one time. And we've got cables out there with artists that are playing two and three hundred dates a year. So um, this stuff is just not necessary. This sheathing stuff on here is just not necessary. I'll keep it and use it because I did it, but I'm not going to sell it that's one reason why a cable can be 60 70 bucks the other reason why a cable can be 60 or 70 bucks is because of the warranty okay so a lot of these cables that are 60 or 70 dollars are really only 30 dollar cables but because they want to put a lifetime warranty on it then they build that cost in so what we did was we backed out the cost of the warranty and made it an option so you can buy a cable for 30 bucks or you can buy a cable for 30 bucks and then add an extended warranty that is the lifetime of the cable for another $30. Sort of like you do at Best Buy, like when you buy a washing machine, right? You go to the thing and they're like, for another $25, we can give you an extra blah, blah, blah warranty. That's what I'm doing <clears throat> because I don't feel like I should force you to pay all that money if you don't feel that the warranty is, is that important to you. I'm gonna give you a little secret. In the years that we've been making Dylan Cables, we've sold them and sell them all over the place. National touring artists, local gigging guys. We've never had a return for a failure, except for once. I had the little ball fall off the end of one cable. We've never had a return other than that one repair. And I also have never one time sold a lifetime warranty on a cable so it just goes to show you how unimportant a lifetime warranty is for a guitar cable but people have it in their head that they think they have to buy it because it's more expensive but in reality our st- research has shown I mean real experience not just research we've never one time sold a lifetime warranty on a cable not once not once and so and our return rate is really super low uh, the other thing that people, <clears throat> is really interesting, and I'm going to continue to do this and I'll tell you why. But the, you know, we use amp ends. all ends. Uh, we've researched and experimented with a lot of ends. Uh, we like these better. They stay together better. They don't move. Um, there's a lot of reasons why we like them. There's no point, and this goes for you shopping for cables from me or anybody else. There's no point in paying extra for gold ends. None at all. It will not make a difference in your tone. Um, Now, if you play on the beach, like Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, every day, and you're fighting rust and corrosion all the time, maybe. Okay? Maybe. But for anybody that doesn't actually play on the beach, there's really no need, need to spend extra money for gold ends. Now... We don't charge extra for gold ends. And the reason we don't is because that's not why I use these. The reason I use them is because the diameter here fits the cable better than the silver ones. The silver ones are too small and our cable diameter is a little bigger. And that's why. So there's a couple of guys out there that make really good stuff that have purpose built. You know, I can think of like David Park at Covenant Cables. He makes a... guitar cable that's a very small diameter cable and his patch cables for pedal boards and stuff like if you have really super tight pedal board then you're probably gonna want his instead of mine so there are some brands out there that really do purpose build and everything they do has a purpose Uh, but most of it is just a bunch of marketing hype so just don't be fooled by just the dollars right just because it's a $60 cable doesn't mean you're going to have some kind of epiphany of tone.
1: So before you move on from cables, okay. there's a, a couple of questions directly related to that that you can probably hit on really quick.
0: Go back to that the camera and we just hang out.
1: Um, can you... Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's right. All right. So can you get your cables with straights on both ends?
0: Absolutely. And if you go to the website, uh, dylancables.com, um, you will see that there... <laughs> <clears throat> the options are for lengths and for two nineties, two straights.
1: Straight and do they 90s. go shorter, or is that just considered a custom?
0: Um, if it's shorter then...
1: fifteen is your smallest. Fifteen right? is our
0: smallest, and here I'll tell you why. Um, I'm just going to be very honest with you. Um, most of the expense, not most of the expense, but a large percentage of the expense of the cable is the ends. So if I make a really short cable, I still kind of have to, I feel like I have to overcharge you right, on a really short cable. Like a 10 foot cable is not that much cheaper for me to make than a 15. So I don't like to feel like I'm overcharging you per foot for a really short cable because I kind of have to, to make sure that the materials get paid for. 15 is this weird kind of cutoff where it's like, okay, the materials get paid for and the time to make it gets paid for. We make a five foot cable and I still got to charge you 20 bucks because it takes me just as long. And believe it or not, it's not that much cheaper to build a five foot cable than it is to build a 15. I'm just really being kind of more transparent and honest with you, you know, as you, as the viewers ask that question, because you know, it's, it just kind of, and it sucks because yeah, I would love to charge five ninety nine for a five foot cable, but I can't because the ends cost me more than that, <laughs> you know, cause the ends are, you still need two ends. So
1: are you super quick with Canadian money? No.
0: 20%, 17 to 20% depending on the day you look. What? They are. About seventeen to twenty percent week to us right now. I just looked the other day. Okay. Uh depending on the day you look.
1: But what was the US dollar amount again? Twenty nine
0: ninety five. Twenty
1: nine ninety five is mm-hmm. a twenty foot cable mm-hmm. in US dollars. Well here's
0: the deal. If he goes and buys it right now, yeah. On the the Black Friday sale.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's that, gonna save that.
0: He's he's gonna save that and uh-huh. he'll be able to soak up that difference. Oh well there you go. Right now.
1: There you go. <clears throat> that cool.
0: Yeah, what and about, that's only until tonight. I was going to take that sale down at the end of the show. So um,
1: maybe leave it up. Maybe till we'll 11? leave it up
0: till midnight or so.
1: Okay. Um, okay. What else we got? Um, a patch cable kit with multiple cables.
0: Somebody's asking about what that. Yeah. Okay, so so
1: you do custom orders too, right? Like. I mean, is that what he means? I don't
0: know. <clears throat> so the way we do that is you go to dylancables.com. thank you, and you can click on. It's it's in increments, right? So, like six inches, seven inches, eight inches cost six ninety nine each or something, and then I don't know, ten inches, twelve inches, fourteen inches cost seven ninety nine. I can't remember what it is. It I, I mean, good grief! I own the thing and I can't remember, but basically we've got it blocked so like a 6 to 10 inch cable you and you can pick down to the inch i think you can pick from 6 inches all the way to 24 inches custom lengths and you'll see how the pricing changes a little bit in there now those are not on a black friday sale for reasons that we just discussed because i can't really make them any cheaper but um, that's how we do it. Let's see. While well, you're looking at that.
1: Yeah, I'm dropping some other questions in there too. Just trying to catch okay. up. All right.
0: Cool. Because we do have a few minutes. We have about a few minutes to talk about some stuff like that. Uh, let's see.
1: <coughs>
0: let's see. Ian asks, I just put a JB pickup and a Jazz pickup in my Gibson. It sounds really good. What are some other combination pickups? Um, the number one replacement for JB and Jazz that we do is, uh, our center punch and eight ball humbuckers. Um, if somebody orders a center punch and an eight ball, I will ask them, what are you replacing? And it's always a JB and a Jazz. Just about all the time. In fact, I'm building a guitar for the NAM show and, um, with another, with another builder. And he said, the player wants a JB and a Jazz. And I said, well, we're going to do a center punch and an 8-ball. Because that is right in there. You yep. <coughs> know. I'm sorry about all this coughing in your face tonight. I really apologize for that. Um, I can't get my Tele-neck pickup to not have a micros- microphonic sound if I hit it with my pick. Did I install a wire directly from the cover to the back of my volume and clipped a... Okay. Microphonics isn't... Microphonics, if you're talking about microphonics, like if you touch the Tele neck pickup and with your pick and it sounds like an empty coffee can. Or if you're playing very loudly and you... Um, you know, you're playing very loudly and it starts to feedback or whistle or scream at you or something. That's microphonics. That has nothing to do with grounding or wiring as much as it does vibration of the pickup cover because it's probably a little bit separated from the pickup itself. So what I would do, Justin, is I would go to Hobby Lobby or somewhere or if you're married or have a significant other who is really into scented things like mine is go under the sink or wherever she keeps her little votive candles take that pickup out flip it upside down heat up one of those little votive candles until it's liquid and just pour it inside that cover while it sits upside down let it cool And then clean it off and put it back in your guitar you don't need to completely wax pot the pickup because you're not talking about internal of the coil being microphonic all you want to do is to create a damping between the cover of the pickup and the pickup itself then you probably should have less microphonics and less trouble (coughs) but all i use is paraffin wax Uh, we don't use beeswax here which is a whole nother funny thing for people that get super bent about traditional stuff. But um, we do not use beeswax. We just use paraffin. And um, it'll heat up, you know, at about 130 degrees or so enough where you can pour it in there. And, uh, you know, those little votive things are in those little metal cups anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. So...
0: It's real easy to heat it up and just hold it, and you know, with a glove or something and just pour it right in there and it'll fix it.
1: Who is the, I told you who told me his name earlier. What if the signal wire was on the outside of the ground and the ground was in the center? Would you bleed as much or more signal?
0: Um. Okay, I don't 100% understand that question.
1: I'm going to share it in case like reading it. Might yeah. Sense. I'll share that one next. Um, yeah.
0: No, this is fun. I like the Q&A stuff.
1: And then... Oh, it keeps grabbing, like, an image.
0: And if you sent me an email about that, uh, we're going back to... Different person. Uh, somebody else. Uh, uh, yeah. We Man, if you sent me an email about His that... name is Robert. Oh, Robert. Um... I apologize for missing that. I don't. Re- I didn't realize I missed one. <laughs> I try to do pretty good about those, but. Um.
1: No, he emailed you tonight because we told him to email tonight. Oh, excellent! That's the person. Oh, very good. With the Texas special.
0: Okay, very good. Very In good. The very good.
1: Chinese or Japanese two knob. That's the same guy.
0: Gotcha. No, very good. Excellent. Oh, yep, I got the email right here. Excellent. Okay, so. I'm going to just go out on a limb here because I do not understand 100% this last question. So, let's see. If the signal wire was on the outside and the ground was in the center, would you bleed as much? Oh, <clears throat> he's asking about cables. Okay, that would physically be... um, That would be really bad. That would be very, very noisy. So, what he's asking... Let me grab this cable again he's asking if the signal passed down the outside shielding of the cable and the shielding the ground was on the inside the problem is is that you would pick up all kinds of other noise and all sorts of other interference like excuse me electromagnetic interference from you know fluorescent lights and all kinds of stuff Uh, a good example of when that happens is like when you accidentally use a speaker cable instead of an instrument cable with your guitar and it gets all buzzy and weird. That's exactly what has happened is what you just. is what you just said. If you run a proper ground to a telly bridge, do you need to lift the pickup backplate from its ground on the volume pot to avoid a ground loop? okay so if you run a proper ground to the tele bridge so if we like in this guitar right here um and for those of you that are listening we're talking about my orange uh telly orange telly with the p90 in it it's got a shorty bridge okay and it doesn't have anything to do with the pickup okay so we have a ground that goes from underneath the bridge plate to the volume pot okay then we have a ground that goes from the bridge or from the pickup to the volume pot now the only thing that I would modify in that case on a tele pickup ash uh, would be I would separate the ground that grounds the, gr- the base plate so what you do is and I think we talked about this in our video on YouTube this week is you would go in there And basically, you would clip the wire, uh, not at the pickup lead itself, but where the little wire comes through and solders to the back of the base plate, you would unattach the ground from the base plate on the Tele pickup. And then that would solve the issue that you are asking about. And if you want more detail on that, the video that we just uploaded the other day that talks about this, it goes into a little bit more detail about that.
1: All right, seven minutes to go. Have you covered all the topics you wanted to I talk think about so. tonight? I think so. Proper grounding, cork in a trim block, Cyber Monday, new guitars. Yep. Covered it all? I think so. Awesome. Well, they're welcome to... Um, we have one customer that apparently wants to make a purchase, and I guess a check doesn't go until midnight. Ah, uh, really? <laughs> He's told me a couple of times, <clears throat> so just putting a bug in your ear.
0: i uh, tell you what. Um... Why don't you, let's just do this. Uh If you are interested in making that purchase, um, send me an email, okay? And I will make sure uh, that you get a little discount code of your own that works just for you this one time. That way, your little circumstance there can be taken care of. I, I mean, I hate to be a, I don't want to be a jerk and say we're going to cut it off and you couldn't do it because of whatever. I don't want to do that so we'll do that so just send me an email dylan at dylan and, and we'll make sure you get taken care of no big deal not a big deal at all um yeah because that's not what it's about it's about making sure everybody gets what they need really in my opinion so um yeah well this was fun i, I yeah. love the whole you know this whole thing
1: we like it to be user driven and yes. it makes it way less boring. Changing
0: it up, you know, cause we just used to come on here and talk, Yep. you know, on the radio. I
1: feel like we get way better feedback from YouTube, YouTube than we did from Facebook. Absolutely. Which really surprises me, but I appreciate those of you that introduce yourself. So I don't feel so lost over here.
0: No. And I really appreciate the interaction and I'm curious to know from y'all. Uh, if you enjoy having the video, the, you know, the additional, I mean, I know it gives you the, the commenting part, but does the video, is the video worth it? You know, because it is more work to bring in another medium here, you know, but
1: I'm digging the swing chair. I'm just saying. I mean, next time you want me to hold video, though, I need like a separate tripod and I'll just run the switch for you on a tripod because I can't swing if I have to hold the camera.
0: I feel like uh, that's going to be a whole nother. That's pretty funny. So what she's saying for those again, for those of you that are listening on the radio, um, she's sitting in a swinging hammock chair tonight. I was that was one of the things. Okay, so
1: it was a joke last week. It it into a real thing.
0: Well, okay. So the thing, you know, and this is completely off topic and just messing around where, you know, we got a couple of minutes here. We're just filling up an extra couple of minutes, but I'll, I'll tell you, and, and for those of you that are still watching and listening, I, I could use your feedback here. Um, we're trying to make this show more interactive, more about you, more about the viewer and the listener than just me coming in here and talking about stuff. I mean the bottom line is you can Google any of these questions and eventually get the right answer. But that's not what Dylan talks tone is about. Dylan talks tone is about like putting the people back into it and enjoying the community again. Um, So many of these guitar communities are so, I mean, I've, I've gotten out of a lot of them Mm -hmm. because Having constructive and fun, enjoyable conversations about this stuff is so hard. People get so worked up and weird about it. Yeah.
1: So somebody earlier said they liked that you were going into groups and stirring the pot. And I meant to make a, like, <clears throat> respond to that because your intention is they never... They liked that? Your intention <sighs> is never to stir the pot, really. Mm-mm. Like, you do like to create conversation, but... It could be seen as stirring the pot. I'm sure because of all the negativity and the way people approach Facebook, which is ridiculous. Yeah,
0: I don't see it as stirring the pot because in my mind, I'm not thinking negative ever. Right. People don't know
1: that until they get to know us.
0: Right. I'm thinking, no, let's really think about this. Right. You know, let's not just say something random and and start a thing because that's what other people do. And I, my mind is, no, let's have a conversation. Let's enjoy the conversation. And <clears throat> there's so many, things, so many ways to do things um, that it's a lot more fun to have this. So uh, what I was getting at is I'd like to have a couple of different camera angles. We're thinking about maybe actually doing some live demos of products during the show. It just takes a little more work and stuff. We're actually, to, um, you know, to set up, we're actually thinking about setting it up to where we can have uh, an interview live, you know, another artist come in and play a song. We're, we're working on some things to make this a little bit more interactive. So as you, but the thing is, is I can't do that without you. I can't do that without the viewers and the listeners. I need you here asking questions and being a part of the conversation because I want you to drive this. If 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 we are not being of value and we're not putting the right people together to have these conversations and build this community, then then I'm not doing anything. You know, it's all about you. So that's why I, I really appreciate your feedback. And, hey, you should try this or you should do that next time. Man, do it. Ask and we'll try because it's so fun. It makes it so much more fun. Uh, we are basically out of time we have used up we have all of it so i want to thank everybody and if we didn't
1: get your question make sure when the video finishes upload after the live is done feel free to continue to comment and ask questions there all of the comments from this conversation live will be gone so just keep that in mind and if you have any questions we didn't cover pop them in there after the live video is done
0: absolutely so i appreciate everybody And we will talk to you all next week. And until then, we will see you on the internet.